Happy Wednesday, Nuggets. I'm very excited to go over something that I came across this week that I think aligns with the message and the mission of the Datology Coach podcast and all of my advice and Sarah's, Sarah's advice. It's an article that I found, believe it or not, on Medium. And the title is Frustrated with the, with the Apps, referring to the dating apps, Frustrated with the Apps, Try the Burned Haystack Dating Method. Now, uh, this is written by a woman named Jenny Young, and she has a PhD in rhetoric. She talks a lot about dating app interactions. I'm very excited. I want everybody to start following this woman on all possible social medias. So here's here's what she says in in the uh, in her article. I'm going to introduce you to a method called burned haystack dating. It's far more effective and efficient than what most people do. But before I explain it, you must understand a few things. The method was developed as a result of academic research pro uh, that is entirely non-monetized, non-promoted, and not-for-profit. She makes makes it clear she's not a dating coach. Uh, she moderates a Facebook group called the Burn Haystack Method Group on Facebook. I'll link to that so that you guys can join it if you want. Uh, this group is crowdsourced, grassroots, and unapologetically feminist. And she says, there is no bait and switch. You will never have to click on to another platform to pay anything to access the information. She says, my expertise is in rhetoric and metaphor analysis. Oh, I like this. I love this woman already. I teach women to use the tricks of my trade to game the dating apps. I think we need to have her on the podcast. I'm going to talk to Sarah about this. As you can tell, I'm very excited. I have used the method myself, which you can read about in this article published in The Independent. And I'll link to that as well. Uh, she says, all of life is meta metaphorical. We cannot communicate, understand, or function without guiding metaphors. If you'd like to nerd out on this topic, you can read my book or my much or the much more famous book about the theory. Now, let's get into the metaphor. And she says, you're looking for the needle in the haystack, right? The one man who will show up, come through, and stick around. You're looking for the man not holding a fish in his profile, the man not glaringly glaring threateningly down at the camera while cutting off his own head in the frame, the man not gazing into the mirror of his crappy bathroom with bad lighting and dirty towels in the background. And she says, now, how do you find a needle in a haystack? And she said, and not metaphorically, but in real life. And she said, the answer is you burn the haystack. And by that, she means um, burning the haystack uh, is the opposite of the typical advice that women get, which is make yourself as appealing as possible to as many men as possible and give everyone a chance. Oh my, oh my God, my, my heart. Be still my heart. I'm in love with this woman. So she's saying, don't do those things. Don't make yourself as appealing as possible to everybody and don't give everyone a chance which is what Sarah and I have always, always said. And this is a big reason why women end up wasting so much of their time in dating is because they're constantly being told that they are the ones that have to make themselves appealing to men, right? We're, we've never been told, no, men need to make themselves appealing to you. You know, and we've always been told, oh, give them a chance. You're being too picky. You're being too this. Those are the two 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 bits of advice that have led women down the wrong path for I would say centuries. I'll continue with this article. And now she says, I am suggesting the opposite of both these categories or advice. Here are my basic instructions. 
present yourself exactly as you are. There's nothing wrong with you. In fact, the fewer men you appeal to, the better. And I'll explain more below. And she says, give almost no one a chance. All of those might haves I listed above, you don't want any of those guys. I'll explain that more below too. And she says, in this case, the burning the, ha- burning the haystack refers to obliterating 99% of the dating field immediately so that you're able to see the 1% that might be right for you. And this is what we've always said, right? That the, the more... The more accurate, the more substantive, the more specific you are in your dating profile, you're going to filter out a lot of people. And that that is going to result in having fewer matches. And that's okay. It's better to have two matches where there's real potential for compatibility than to have 10 matches. And you're going to go on, let's say, four dates that annoy you, that burn you out, that frustrate you. And then that makes you not want to keep doing it, right? So this is about, it's about valuing your time. It's about protecting your peace. It's about protecting your self-esteem and your sense of well-being. All right, keep going. She says, does this mean you'll meet fewer men and go out on fewer dates? Yes, and that's a good thing. Because here's the truth about giving everyone the benefit of the doubt. It's a gigantic waste of time and instills a sense of false hope. If he can't take the time to set up a decent profile, it doesn't mean he's too busy. It means he's one or more of these things. He's lazy. He's dumb. He's careless. He's not actually invested in dating. You don't want any of these things. Oh, my God. I have met my soulmate. Okay. And here's the thing about presenting yourself as anything different or better than you are. It's manipulative and manipulation is wrong. It's And it's bad dating karma. It's also pointless because it falls apart the second you meet someone in person. And she keeps going to that burn mind, the burn haystack dating method is an ethos and a mindset, but there are also clear and concrete rules, which are posted on our social media here and here. So I click through to the Instagram and here's rule number one she has for making a profile. Be clear, concrete, and honest. No cliches. Stop trying to appeal to everyone. If you want to get married, say it. If you're a feminist, own it. Playing bait and switch games in a dating app is a losing endeavor and a waste of everyone's time. Represent yourself accurately. Then she says, rule number two for making a profile. No goofy profile pics, no crazy filters, no bunny ears, no I'm down for anything poses or outfits, unless you are, but in that case, I bet you're you're not using this method. At least one pic should be a fairly close-up of your face that accurately represents you right now. It's far more powerful to show up on a date looking better than you did in your pics than the other way around. And rule number three for making a profile, don't tell men what to do or how to be. Tell them who you are and what you do. You know, <laughs> I'm, I, <laughs> I'm starting, to, starting to feel like this is a little, little too similar, but I'll overlook it. Maybe I'm not as original as I thought. Don't write, you need to treat me like a queen, appreciate me when I look like a troll and make me laugh. Instead, write something like this. I'm a feminist who doesn't mind having a door held for me. I'm a hard negative on Botox and I believe sense of humor trumps everything else. Yes. Do you see how much she packed into that one sentence? And it was unapologetic. It told people exactly who they were and it was done in a way that I think there was a good balance of uh, tongue-in-cheek humor, uh, some core value a little bit in there. And 
and mentioning something light, like a sense of humor. Now, apparently she uh, gives other rules on another page. So we'll see if I go over to that. Okay. Rule number one of app management. The app is a tool, not a game or a place to hang out. Think of it like your toothbrush, which you use probably twice a day. You use it and then you put it away and go on without with your day. You don't carry it around in your hand all day checking on to see what's going on. Limit yourself to two daily checkups, check-ins on your app. Yes. And the reason you do that is, be, A, you don't want to get addicted to this. Because the more matches you make, the more dopamine you're going to start producing, and you're going to start becoming dependent on that rush. So manage your time on these apps and limit it so that you don't start becoming uh, too attached to it. Let's go to the next rule. Date number two of dating app management. Focus on messaging. It's where the usable data is. Engage only with worthwhile messages. Here's a graphic to help you weed out the time wasters. Hmm. Okay. Weed out the time wasters and focus only on exchanges like likely to lead to high quality dates. And it, this, she has a little pyramid that says um, like what you should, how you should respond uh, to different types of messages from men. Uh, let's see. I can't really read the type. Maybe I'll try to at the end of this. Rule number three of app management, no notifications, disable them. Two check-ins a day is enough. Two primary benefits to this. It's much better for your mental health. You don't need to respond immediately anyway. You're worth waiting a few hours for. And anyone you lose because you didn't respond immediately wasn't worth it anyway. Yes, I feel so seen. I've never felt so seen. Rule number four, block to burn. This might be the most important rule in the whole thing. Here's why. The apps recycle people. If you simply swipe past or X out, you'll see these guys again. Not only is that a waste of time, but it prevents the app from showing you other people, new matches that might be better. This requires a thought shift in burn haystack Blocking is not only for bad behavior or bots. It's used to beat the algorithms. Use it liberally. Remember, we have always said that algorithm pays attention to your behavior on those apps. And it learns what you like, what you engage with, what you spend time on. And it shows you more of that. And so if you focus on like really bad profiles or you spend more time and you send them to friends or whatever, the algorithm knows that. And so it's going to show you more profiles like that. It's also going to show you more profiles of people that don't write a lot of uh, great messages, who don't respond to people, who ghost, who unmatch. If you engage with those people, that's what the algorithm is going, going to start sending your way. Let's go to the next rule. <laughs> rule number five of app management. No fighting with men. I get it. I've done it. They say mean or irritated or just stupid things and you feel compelled to defend yourself. Call out their bullshit or correct them. It's human nature. Don't do it. Block them immediately. Engaging with this is a waste of your time and it's contrary to burning the haystack because now you're dedicating your time and energy to exactly what you don't want. Discipline yourself not to do it. That's all I have to say on this rule. Yes. The more you engage with these trolls and these idiots, you have to think of it as Mental energy. You are draining your mental energy when you engage with these people. It wears you down. It frustrates you. It also, remember what we talked about with that negativity bias. If you focus too much on the negative aspects of dating apps, you're going to see dating apps only as negative. 
And while they have a lot of negatives to them, overall, it can be a very positive process if you take this approach. All right. Next rule. Uh, next rule, uh, rule number six, don't be a pen pal. Set your boundaries and enforce them. Get, I give it a week, two at the absolute max. If the messaging isn't leading to an in-person meeting within that time and there's no compelling reason for it, like he's on a family vacation or work trip or something, block. I, I've i said that, right? <laughs> now, rule number seven, be careful with location sharing apps. Only match with men who live within your datable area. Swipe left on out-of-towners or in in on business or recreation. Their goals are probably different. Matching with people based on immediate location is the cornerstone of hookup culture. And no judgment. If you're looking for a hookup, location-based apps are an efficient means to an end. So have at it. But if you're interested in burning the haystack to find your long-term needle, only pursue connections with people whom you could easily date on a continual basis. Rule number eight. Get out of the Luddick loop or Ludic loop. Ludic or Ludic. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that. Sarah would probably know. Better yet, refuse to get into it, into it to begin with. Ludic looping is a video gaming pattern observed in which a game has no plot development, no character development, no narrative arc, no beginning, no end. In other words, it's a lot like online dating. This pattern is intentionally built into dating apps such as Tinder and the like, which are designed to keep you hooked in almost nonstop. Hooked in almost nonstop. It's great for the apps. It's horrible for you. Break it. Yes. Remember what I've said. The story has to keep moving. Every interaction needs to be moving the story along. Rule number nine. No men who can't plan the first date or at least suggest a starting point and work with you from there. This is a huge problem in dating apps. I know it sounds old fashioned, but trust me on this. If he's not capable of planning a first date with you, and preferably taking the lead on that planning, then he's not capable of entering a healthy relationship with you. Amen, sister. The planning of that first date is to show you that um, that they're, A, looking for a relationship, right? They're making an effort. They're making a plan. Uh, it, it just, it shows you that they're aware of what they need to do to make a good first impression, that they're aware of really what their responsibility is in this dynamic, and that they're willing to do it. I've said this, these stupid coffee dates, those are for men with chips on their shoulder who are burnt out and frustrated. And, and they're communicating that to women when they ask women out for coffee dates. Rule number 10, treat the process of online dating as a job search, not a takeout order. Here's what I mean by that. The apps are definitely designed to feel more like ordering from Uber or DoorDash. They're offering nearly immediate gratification, but tacos and rides to the airport are inherently short-term things you'll be done within minutes. So there's not much at stake. If you're looking, trying to meet a human being with whom you'd really like to forge a lifelong commitment, you have to be willing to play a longer game. Set up your app, check it appropriately and go on with your life, trusting that in time, something will connect. Yes, yes, we have said this. Expecting to just make a connection on these apps the minute you join it or within a few weeks or a few months, that too, it's that, that kind of, I think that's an unrealistic expectation. Instead, go into it with the mindset, this might take a while, but when I meet that right person, it's going to be worth it. Remember, do what you can to, to, to redo and or unwire or avoid to falling into that negativity bias. Tell yourself, yep, this is going to take some time, but I know there's, I'm going to encounter the right person 
with this method or with this approach. It's going to take time, but it will happen. And I agree. Could it take six months, a year? Yeah, sure. But ask yourself, if it's the right person who's on the same page as you, that treats you with respect and regard and affection, will that year be worth it? Yes. As long as you follow, let's just say our (laughs) method, because everything I've said for the last few years on this podcast mirrors what she's been saying. This is the approach to take. It's not about quantity. It's about quality. Focus on quality. Stop. It's, I know it feels like, oh, it's, if you, you're, you're going to feel like you're, you're not doing something right if you're not getting the matches. No, 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 no. That's what these apps want you to think. They want you to become dependent on them. They want your self-esteem to become de- dependent on them. Don't listen. They're, just, just don't listen to them. That's, that's, all, that's what they're trying to do to keep you using the apps. And while you're doing all of this, Make sure to have, and, and I've called this sort of a self-care plan, have things that you love to do that will keep you feeling good about yourself so that the lack of matches or any disappoint, disappointment you might experience, you can offset it with things that make you feel good. Maybe it's painting. Maybe it's cooking. Maybe it's volunteering somewhere. Maybe it's a massage, whatever it is whatever you can afford, whatever financially and time-wise, have something in place that you can go to when you're feeling like, oh, I'm just, I'm not meeting anybody and I'm starting to feel frustrated because you don't want to feed into that frustration. You don't want to feed into that feeling of burnout because when you feel vulnerable and you start to, that's when you start to believe all these people who are like, maybe you're being too picky and maybe this, you're not being too picky. You're not being too picky. You're not being too demanding. You're not being bossy. You know what you need. You know what works for you. Nobody else knows that because they are not you. So have things that you can go to and turn to that make you feel good to offset this, the frustration so that you don't start, that you don't, so that you don't, um, weaken, I guess. And start giving people chances, or, or maybe I'll swipe. Yeah, maybe I, I maybe I'll, I, I'll, uh, I'll give this person a chance. No chances. You know what works for you. Have faith in that you are your best guide. Nobody knows you like you do. You know what you like. You know what you don't like. And nobody gets to tell you otherwise. Oh, I love this. I'm going to try and get her on the podcast. I'm going to link to all her social media. But again, I want to, uh, I want to remind people of her name. Uh, her name is Jenny Young. Uh, and I'm clicking on her bio now. Professor and writer in Green Bay. Da, 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 da. I will link to everything in the post because go follow this woman. Follow me, follow her. I don't, it, it, follow Sarah. <laughs> follow us. You can't lose this way. All right. Um, And as far as what she's saying about your profile, if you want a dating profile that follows this burn haystack method, book with me because this is exactly what I'm talking about. 
making it about you, not not having a laundry list of criteria of what you're looking for. You're going to talk about you and that you, and it's going to resonate with the right people. And we're going to be able to write it in a way that uh, it's there's a good balance of substance, of your core values, of your personality traits, of your passions, uh, and, and maybe even your deal breakers. Let's start working some of that into our dating profiles. And I will work with you to do that in a way, like she said, you know, hard negative on Botox and, you know, humor trumps. I'll work with you on how to write this so that you won't have to deal with the time wasters and that you'll attract people who appreciate your clarity and your self-awareness and you have the same goals and expectations. And don't forget, go to the website, datologycoach.com. Uh, book a profile session, use the code NUGGET to get $10 off. That's datologycoach.com, $10 off, use the code NUGGET. Now, I'm making this free because I think this is awesome and I want this shared with people. If you want to hear more advice very similar to this, although keep in mind, I, I came out with this a few years ago, I'm just saying, uh, we've had similar advice. I, I don't want people thinking that anybody was copied. I don't think she copied me and I didn't copy her. Uh, but subscribe to the podcast because this is what our podcast is all about. Scare them off. And if you click the link in the episode description, it'll take you to uh, a subscription page and you'll save 20% off. And while you're at it, don't forget to join the Mighty Network where we talk about stuff like this and we help people from weakening. And this is the other thing. Come up with that support system. Have somebody in place who when you're, you feel yourself weakening and you're like, maybe I will, go find a Miranda. Go find somebody who's going to say, you don't need to do that. You don't want to do that. And maybe it's a, a, a person Maybe it's an online community, but find that support system. That support system is what's going to help you avoid the toxic types of people that are on these apps. And they are, and I'm not, I'm not pretending otherwise, but have that support system, have a self-care plan in place, scare them off. Follow us on Instagram at DatologyPod. Follow me on Instagram at the Kristen M T H E C H R I S T A N M. Follow me on TikTok at Datology Coach. Also follow my true crime and pop culture TikTok page, My Character Analysis. And while you're at it, go follow me on characteranalysis.substack.com for the true crime and pop culture substack. Oh, woof. Book your session, send in your letters. You can send them to hello at datologycoach.com or you can go to datologycoach.com and click ask a question. That's it. I'm excited. Follow her, read, get her book do whatever because she knows what she's talking about. All right, my nuggets. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the week. We'll see you Friday. Bye.